Hi, everyone. Welcome to Van Chicagoland Stories, the podcast. I'm your host, Pete Castanis. This is episode 128, season six. And today's date is May 15th, 2022. And thank you for joining me today. Uh, I will talk about the Red Barn restaurants. And also, uh, the second topic will be something very odd and interesting is Crayola crayons. But I'm talking about, I will talk about the retired. Uh, colors of Crayola crayons, which would be very interesting. And uh, I would talk about memories of, of course, uh, drawing with the crayons and the uh, discontinued colors. And uh, it should be a lot of fun and very interesting. Right now, the uh, program will go into a commercial break. And this program is brought to you by Dynamo Liquid Detergent. And here is a commercial from the early 1980s. And I remembered this product very well. So here we go. Now for your virtually impossible wash load. Introducing new Dynamo Action Plus. Dynamo Action cleans your whole wash. Plus extra stain removers, clean stains you thought were impossible. With chocolate, gravy, and ketchup, we'll stain these blouses. Look, Dynamo Action Plus cleaned that impossible stain. But the leading liquid left it in. Dynamo Action Plus cleans more kinds of stains better than the leading liquid or powder for cleaner-looking clothes. New Dynamo Action Plus cleans the impossible wash load. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Okay, everyone, I am back. I hope you enjoyed the commercial for Dynamo Liquid Detergent. Uh, that product is still around. Uh, I haven't seen it in the stores, uh, so you can find it on Amazon or anywhere online. Uh, I remember this came out in the late seventies. It was a little bottle and, uh, it said just dynamo. Then it changed to, uh, dynamo two got made it bigger and dynamo action plus dynamo plus, you know, and, uh, you can find those commercials on YouTube. And, uh, my mother never used this product. Uh, she's heard of it, but, uh, she never used liquid detergent. She used powder. And uh, like, for example, Tide or remember Dash, Fab, uh, Oxidol, <laughs> remember Cold Power? That was from the 60s. And uh, many, many others. So uh, so I just stumbled upon it uh, one day and I saw Dynamo, Dynamo detergent and put it in the shelf. Okay. At the beginning of the program, I'm going to... I said I will talk about the Red Barn restaurants and my memories of retired Crayola crayons, uh, the colors. Uh, first off, I'm going to talk about my health status, which I posted last week. Uh, I got a call from a urologist, and I will have a, the operation on June 9th. Uh, it will be outpatient. It is to remove a small kidney stone on my right kidney, and I have a stent in my penis. It's been uh, that was a uh, placed in when I had the operation uh, a couple weeks ago when I had the uh, u- uh, urinary retention. It was really bad. 
thank you everyone for your comments and your support. And but uh, a lot of people are scaring me. Oh, they say, oh, it's it's painful. It's awful. I have no idea if I'm going to be conscious when this operation will be performed. I have no idea. Uh, hopefully, you know, I don't like pain. Nobody does. And uh, hopefully they'll put me under uh, maybe a little bit so I don't have to feel that. And uh, I'm hoping. So I will talk to the doctor on June 1st. I will see him. And he'll probably discuss uh, what has to be done. And uh, that will be about at the end of the month, you know, after Memorial Day weekend. And then we will see. So far, I feel fine. I feel no pain. I'm a little discomfort, but no pain. Uh, even the kidney doesn't hurt. It doesn't bother me. I don't feel anything. It's amazing. Because when you have that, it hurts like the dickens <laughs> from what I've heard. But the doctor says it's small. So I don't know how small it is. Maybe it's very tiny. Maybe it's just not big. We'll see. Okay. Onward to the show. Uh... I will talk about the Red Barn restaurants. Uh, it's not a Chicago-based company. It wasn't. Uh, it was founded uh, elsewhere. So I'll talk about a little history of that and my memories. Uh, first off, uh, I just want to tell you, I never went to this place. Never. I always wanted to, but uh, I never had the chance because I was too small and I wasn't familiar with it. Later on, when I got older, I heard about it. So here we go. Uh, the the restaurant was founded in Springfield, Ohio, by three men uh, named Don Six, Martin Levine, and Jim Kirst. And uh, then the chain was purchased from another man. Uh, his name is Richard O'Kearns. He operated the Red Barn System, and uh, they moved it to, to other uh, locations. And then they started a chain. And uh, it opened as well. So it just it opened just not in the United States. It opened in Canada, uh, in Ontario, uh, probably around Toronto area, and Australia. Interesting. I never knew that. And uh, it wasn't easy to find the locations in Chicago. They opened in uh, probably in the mid-1960s. So uh, I did a research. I did, I did a search. Excuse me of the locations in Chicago. And I found an ad from 1967, luckily. And uh, I'm going to read off the locations right now. And uh, here we go. There were three, actually four, in Chicago, in the Chicago, in the city. Uh, one was at 5219 North Lincoln Avenue on the north side. That's about Foster. Uh, the other one was at 5450 North Harlem. That's about uh, Bridmar, you know, around there, Foster as well. That's like a Norwich area. The other one was at 90th and Ashland and the south side in the city. And also the one, they opened one where I used to live in the South Shore neighborhood at 75th and Phillips or Essex. I'll talk a little bit about that in a moment. In the, in the suburbs, they opened one in Berkeley at 5345 South St. Charles Road, excuse me. Uh, the other one was at uh, Forest Park, 7343 Roosevelt Road, that's west of Harlem. And the other one was in Oak Lawn at 5840 West 95th Street, that's Southwest Highway. And uh, I'll talk a little bit about that one after I talk about the South Shore location. 
the South Star location, uh, when I was growing up there, I, I left there in 69, but uh, I was about six years old. But I remember seeing something red, a red building, and that must have been it. Uh, my parents never knew about it, not my mom. Uh, I asked her about it. She forgot about it. But uh, there were other people that I still talked to that lived in the area, and they remembered it. And uh, they these. What I've heard, they loved the food. They had fried chicken, uh, they had hamburgers, fish sandwiches, french fries, chocolate shakes, wonderful things. But it was there briefly, and uh, I don't know when it closed, maybe early 70s. Uh, I was gone by the area then. I moved to Roseland, and uh, so they said it was wonderful. And uh, on that location before, it was a shore theater. It was a movie theater, and it was there for a long time. And I think they toured it down in the 50s. And uh, I don't know what was built after that. Uh, it was probably vacant, or maybe it was something else. And then they built, and then they Red Barn occupied that uh, location. And uh, so, you know, on Facebook, there's a South Shore group, and they talk about the Red Barn. There are people that used to live in the area, and they remembered it very well, and they loved it there. And uh, it made them smile. It really did. So that's good. Um, okay. So the second location I, I want to discuss was at North Lawn. Um, I didn't live in Knock on at the time. I moved much later. And it was there for quite a while. But the thing it was, when the, the tornado hit in 1967, that damaged uh, the place uh, very badly. And uh, there's pictures floating on the internet. It's also on Facebook. And you see the Red Barn. And uh, I don't know if they rebuilt it. I don't think they did. I don't think so. And... Uh, Oh, yeah, they did. I think they did. Yeah, they, they rebuilt it. And uh, I don't know how long it stayed. And uh, after that, they opened a few other restaurants. And then it became a real estate office. I remember because I live in the area now. And then I then they tore it down, the, the original building. And now it's all car. It's a car dealership. So um, during that time, when Red, after Red Barn closed, they remembered the structure of the building. It's like a Red Barn. So they saw that. And uh, when they pointed, oh, it was the Red Barn. They remember, they remember the, the building and uh, they loved the food. And I found a menu of the Red Barn. And uh, this is what they had. They had uh, hamburgers, cheeseburgers, fish sandwiches, chicken, uh, desserts, apple pie, cherry pie, uh, chicken dinner. They had uh, specials like a uh, chicken snack or yeah, chicken dinner you buy in a bucket. Also, the two famous, uh, the other two items that a lot of people remember was Big Barney and Barn, Barn Buster. Now, Big Barney was the the equivalent to a Big Mac and McDonald's, and the Barn Buster was the equivalent to qu the Quarter Pounder. <laughs> I've seen pictures of that. They look delicious. Well, because I'm a hamburger freak. I love hamburgers. I eat them every day. And uh, it's a shame I never patronized there. I never eaten there. Darn, I wanted to. And it's... It, the food looks very good. It looked very good. After they left the Chicagoland area, uh, they continued in the 70s. And then a couple, uh, they renamed it The Farm. There was a couple of that it had the same menu. And uh, there were commercials on TV. They had puppets of that. They had advertise advertisements. Uh, they had three mascots. One was Hamburger Hungry. 
chicken hungry and big fish hungry. So uh, hamburger hungry was a, uh, a hamburger had a bun. His head was like a bun. Chicken hungry was a chicken leg. <laughs> and big fish hungry was a bluefish. <laughs> so that was funny like that. And uh, it's not still, it, they last a long time. And uh, a lot of them are closed now. And uh, so if uh, that's a shame, it really was. It really is. It really is. I want, I want, I, I didn't have the chance to, like I said before, I didn't have the opportunity to dine there, you know, because, uh, well, things change and passive hands and all that. And, uh, it was awful. So like that. So that's too bad. That's too bad. So, uh, another memory gone from the Chicago land area, a wonderful fast food place, just like a Yankee doodle dandy or burger chef. Yeah. And, uh, other ones, Wimpy's, of course. I, I discussed this, uh, or I wrote an article about hamburger places that are no longer around. So you can check it out on my blog, blog, and do a search. Okay. Next up, I will talk about Crayola crayons, the retired uh, colors. I'll talk about a little history of that. And, the and I will go down the list of the colors the ones that I grew up with. This is in the late 60s and the 70s. So I won't go into after that. I might mention it, but uh, I will focus on that. I was focused on my memories. So um, Crayola crayons have been around uh, a long time. They started in 1885. And it was founded by the Binney and Smith Company by two men. Uh They've been sold. They, they don't own it anymore. And the headquarters is in Folks, Forks Township, Pennsylvania. And uh, still made. Owned by the Hallmark uh, Cards Company. Yeah, Hallmark Cards. Interesting. Since 1984. And uh, so they started with... Uh, the packaging started with a, with a multiple of, uh, of uh, four, eight... 16, 24, 48, 64, 96, and 120. And uh, in 2006, they introduced 150. Nice. You know, and uh, and uh, now it's up to 152, must I look. You know, but I haven't noticed lately, so it's uh, changed. But the most famous... Uh, the the well-known ones is the 48 or 64 or 24, 48, 64. So I'll talk about the what's so I'll go down the list of the 64, the the amount of uh, crayons in that box, which came with a built-in sharpener. Remember that? So you had to sharpen, but you had to peel off the paper in order to sharpen like that. Okay. Now we'll go through the colors. Uh, not all of them, but the ones that have changed. Okay. So this will be fun. And uh, so, uh, forgive me if I forgot. If I forget one uh, during the podcast and after it's published, please comment. You know, and I'll make a correction on the next episode. And uh, if you do, thank you. I will do my best. Okay, here we go. And uh, here's something interesting. There was a call. Well, this is a in early. It was called maroon. Uh, right now it's maroon color, but before that was called dark red, and that was that changed into fifties, and uh, so that's very interesting. Also, there was Indian red, 
and that was there since the beginning. But in 1999, they, cha- they changed it to Chestnut. I think I know why, because, uh, well, it's stereotypical. So I understand. So, yeah, but I remember Indian Red. That was a beautiful color. Beautiful color indeed. The other, okay, the one that's retired now, Muslim retired in 1990. And uh, this one was Orange Red. I remember that one. And uh, because there was orange, there was like burnt orange, red orange, but uh, well, it's the same thing. Also, the other one is Maze, and that retired in 1990 as well. Before that, it was called Gold Ochre, Ochre, O-C-H-R-E. And it was like, uh, I remember that color very well. I really do. The other one was uh, Orange Yellow. That retired in 1990. It was one of the eight colors. There were eight colors that retired, so that was one of them. The other one was Goldenrod. Uh, right now, uh, it's still there. And uh, before that, it was called medium chrome yellow and medium yellow. Okay. And the other one that retired was lemon yellow. Before that, it was called light yellow. And uh, that's gone. I remember that. Uh, the other one was forest green. And uh, it was called dark green. They changed that. And uh, remember sea green. I love that color. And before that was light green. It's still there. Uh, there was pine green. Before that was uh, dark green, dark chrome. Uh, light blue. Before that was called turquoise blue. I remember that. But now it's uh, that was discontinued in 1958. And there was aquamarine and it called light turquoise blue. And uh, there was blue green. But now it's middle blue green. It was called blue, middle green. Excuse me. But the other one that retired was Green Blue. It's not there anymore. And Midnight Blue. Before that, it was called Prussian Blue. It was from, they changed it in 1958. And the other retired color was Violet Blue. And before that, it was Blue Violet, but that's gone. And uh, let's see. Violet, they purple, they changed that. And... Uh, the other one was called the another color was called Brilliant Rose, but they now it's magenta. Call it that. There was another color called Orchid, but now it's medium red violet. Still there. Ah, here's one. Here's remember thistle. That was like light magenta, but that retired in 1999. So that's gone. I remember thistle. That was a pretty color. I like that. There was also mulberry that retired in 2003. And uh Carnation Pink, it was called Rose Pink, but Carnation Pink is still there. Okay. There was pink, peach color. Before that was called Flesh Tint, Flesh, Pink Beige, but now it's peach. Ah, here's one we all remember. Raw Umber. I was there for it since the beginning, but it's gone. Retired in 1990. I remember that. I love that color. Yeah, I remember that. And let's see what else. Uh, there was gray. Before that, it was neutral gray. And the other retired color was uh, blue-gray. But now it's gone. Now all gone. So that's that's it. So the other colors I remember, I will read off so you can... Uh, so you would... Uh, they're still being made. And uh, I will talk about uh, the ones that... Uh, I have memories of that. So here we go. 
Let's see. There was Brick Red, Bittersweet, Burnt Orange. I mentioned that. Uh, let's see. Also, uh, Sky Blue, Cornflower, Navy Blue, uh, Cadet Blue, Periwinkle. I love that color. You know, it's very pretty. Plum, Red Violet, Lavender. Okay. The other ones, uh, here, here we go. Uh, there was, uh, I read salmon, mahogany, melon, bird sienna. Remember that? Brown, of course. Sepia, sepia, excuse me. Raw sienna. Remember that? Tan, apricot. Uh, of course, they were gold, silver, co copper, black, still there, and white and gray. Okay. So, um, First, then though, I talk about my memories of receiving uh, my crayons when I was very little. Uh, I started about the earliest I remember was first grade. I went to school. My mother bought uh, a box of crayons. I think it was the 24 box. And because we had art class there, I remember the teacher very well. She was a very nice lady. Um, one day I brought my crayons and we had art class, and all of a sudden they were stolen, <laughs> they were gone. I had more things stolen from that school than all the times. Like, like I was walking into Central Park and I got mugged. That's how bad it was. I always had a lot of things stolen. My lunches, my books, my suitcase, my shoes. I mean, come on. This is ridiculous. It happened all the way up to eighth grade. I don't know. I had, we had a lot of bad kids. A lot of bad kids. And uh, they were stolen one day and then I felt so sad. And my teacher and the teacher said, what happened? And I go, my, my crayons were gone. So she got me a box. She had one, and that was the sweetest thing she ever did. And that's what I remembered. I really did. And I came home and told my mom about it. She was furious that they were stolen. So, uh, but I'm glad, but everything turned work out fine. And then she had to go out and buy another box. Luckily, that time didn't, they were not stolen. And uh, we continued with art class all through the years, and we used crayons, but then we did paint and all that. And, uh, Later on, I remember buying the 64 box. I asked for that. And my mom bought them at Walgreens or Kresge's, even at People's Store at Roseland, but uh, Woolworths. And uh, I remember when you opened the box, you remember that smell, the you know, freshly opened box. Oh, it's wonderful. I love that. And uh, it's like opening a pack of cigarettes, you know, for the, <laughs> that's how it's almost, but crayons are better and uh, you, it's unmistakably beautiful yeah i love it you know and i don't know if it smells like that today i have no idea maybe it does but you know crayola later on make magic markers and other um other types of writing instruments maybe uh i think so but the lives changed but you know at the time when i was growing up it was just crayons that's it just crayons you know, and uh, I remember, and then uh, me and my brothers, we uh, we used to draw crayons at home. And I remember my mom buying buying coloring coloring books. Maybe I'll talk about that in a future episode. Uh, coloring books, you know, very with cartoon characters or anything like that. They were made by the Whitman Company. Remember that? They also made their own brand crayons. I remember those. They came in a plastic case, and uh, they were beautiful. Yeah, I remember that. And uh, you can find those on eBay. I, I found those uh, about not too long ago. So, you know, and, you know, when you get older, you stop drawing like that. But uh, that was a nice time. 
you know, very beautiful time when you, you were home or at school and you draw everything, you fill in with different colors. That's amazing. Okay. So that'd be all for today. I uh, discussed about the Red Barn restaurants and also the retired Crayola cray- crayons. That was a lot of fun. Uh, I will do another episode Tuesday. I think so. And uh, so thank you again for joining me. I had a lot of fun and uh, hope everyone would have a great Sunday. It's a nice day. This past few days has been hot and I can't stand it. I hate hot weather. Ugh. <laughs> Not pleasant. I'll keep you updates on my health, uh, but so far I'm doing fine. Okay. So this is a Pico Stanis, your host of Van Chicago and Stories, the podcast. And uh, again, everyone have a wonderful day. Thank you again for joining me. And bye-bye for now for me. And here's Ray Rayner saying bye-bye for now with a little traveling music, as always. So take it away, Ray. So long, everyone. We have to go. Bye-bye-bye.